live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on September 11th, 2018 to hit the internets on September 12th, 2018. How are you? How's it going? Sad day in our nation's history, obviously. 17 years ago today. Terrorist attacks on this country. Were you involved? Did you have someone that was, uh, you know, affected? Were you affected? Did you lose somebody? Oh, no? Well, this is a follow your own adventure thing. Okay, so no. Uh, did you go on social media and talk, make it all about you, you know, be like a tragedy whore. Did you make it all about you? Then at the end say, hashtag never forget, hashtag 9-11, hashtag twin, twin towers. Oh, you did. Okay, good. Did you tell everyone about it? Did you do it on multiple platforms? All right, perfect. So we're at the bottom of the tree. You are an asshole. You know, the days like this are reserved for fucking people that, you know, people died and, you know, and p- p- things like that. No one cares that you, you know, overcooked your omelet and, and you, you, you dropped your pan on the ground and said, Mama, Mama, look what happened. Save that for like, you know, cocktail hour. Not, 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 not the social media. Uh, it's not about you. I, ugh. This is the, this is the worst it's not about you thing you could possibly think of. It's not about you. It's not. But God bless all those people. Rest in peace, obviously. I won't make it about myself. I won't. I won't. Uh, I, you know, it's funny. Completely random. I've been sitting here dying the last, like, few minutes. Norm MacDonald came out. I think he's just trolling. But, like, saying that Louis C.K. suffered more than, like, victims. Uh, you know, Me Too edgy stuff that I think he's promoting a show. So he's just saying dumb things to get in the media. Uh, get, get, you know, get his name out there. And, uh... I saw somebody say that he was actually fired from SNL or NBC in general because he continued talking about OJ when the president of NBC told him not to, which I thought was hysterical. And you go on YouTube, there are tons of videos of him just constantly shitting on OJ in Weekend Update here. here here's just a little bit. Hey, that OJ Simpson told police that Nicole Brown Simpson used to beat him up. He also claimed that she and Ron Goldman killed him. <laughs> O.J. Simpson's lawyers have decided to skip hearings on DNA evidence and go right to trial. Asked why they did this, the lawyers replied, we want to get O.J. acquitted as speedily as possible so he can get back to doing what he does best, killing people. <laughs> and you know, listen, it's not funny. People died, but that, that, that's funny because O.J.'s a murderer and, you know, we all know it. That, that's, that's the funny part of it, if I, in case I had to explain the joke to you. So how are we? Huh? How are we doing? Lot to talk about. Lot to talk about. Let's start with the impending uh, Mother Nature disaster about to come to this come to this country like it came on a boat in Ellis Island. Ah, yes, there it is, Lady Liberty. No, so the uh, Hurricane of Florence is about to hit the Carolinas, and there seems to be this new phenomenon of people who are like obsessed, like they all want to be Jim Cantor, and like you don't work for the Weather Channel, so I don't understand why you're gravitating toward this. Stop it, you know. People are going to die. Like, that that's the weird thing. And you're like, I don't know, like glorifying a hurricane? Like, oh, here we go. I don't know. That doesn't sit well with me. I know. There's lots of people all over, all over social media doing that. I, You're not Jim Cantor. Stop it. I, 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 don't, I don't see the appeal, honestly. I just don't see it. But we do have a, we have a president, so I can understand why maybe people are thinking that. I don't understand this guy and why he thinks – he takes, like, such glee. The, the twinkle in his eye and, like – as if he like created the, these hurricanes out of like his with his own bare hands. He's like, this one's going to be big. I mean, it's one of the biggest. The so twenty five to 30, 30 years, it's going to be big. You're going to love it. He didn't actually say that, but what what? He, it might be the biggest ever. Hold on, let, let, let me find the clipper. Let, let's see. Uh, it looks to me, and it looks to all of 
A lot of very talented people that well, do this for a living. Person, so. Like this is going to be a storm that's going to be a very large one, far larger than we've seen in perhaps decades. Uh, things can change, but we doubt they will at this stage. It's pretty late stage. We doubt <laughs> You're going to die. Forget about follow, it. Of course. The places that are uh, in the way and in the most jeopardy would be Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, that area. And again, they haven't seen anything like what's coming at us in nope. uh, 25, 30 years. Maybe ever. Maybe ever. It's tremendously Deal with big it. and tremendously wet. There you go. Oh, yeah. Play the music. Like the beginning of a porno movie. Tremendously big and tremendously wet. That's our president. Uh, I, I can't wait to see, because, and this isn't just Donald Trump, but I can't wait to see how rich people act in these situations. Because remember with Harvey hit Florida, you know, Donald Trump's never had to do anything manual labor in his goddamn life. So he was like, I remember he was picking up some sort of like water case. And, you know, it's like a pickup truck and he like gave it to the driver. He's like, uh, yes, thank you, Mr. President. The driver's sitting in the driver's seat. So that should be interesting. Now, uh, there was an interesting thing that I saw about this hurricane. And this hurricane is going to, it's so weird thinking that like this hurricane's coming and people are going to die. Like you're going, and I don't mean to be like Trump, but there's somebody there right now that you're like, man, they're going to die. That this is going to kill people, this storm. Cause it is, it is something big. I mean, it's, it's a big one. Um, seem to be a whole belt of hurricanes all across the equator. I don't know if that happens every year. These are things I don't pay attention to, and then, you know, when they happen, I'm just like, well, that's unprecedented. No, it's not. Okay, it's not that fine. But there's a there's a, uh, there's a a picture of Trump, Pence, and somebody else, I forget who it was, sitting in the Oval Office, and they're, like, examining these, these Doppler 3000 things. It's just like, oh, yeah, like, these guys know anything. I probably have more meteorological, meteorological? well, I possibly don't, uh, but these, uh, what am I talking about? But they're, they're looking at these 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 radars, these these graphs, and the one in front of Pence is he sees it's it's the hurricane headed right at the 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 Carolinas, and it's like a phallic shape, and his eyes are fixated on it. So the only thing that Mike Pence could probably be thinking about when he hears a storm's big and wet, and it's shaped in a phallic-like shape. There's only one thing he can think. It's raining, man. Oh, of course. Because, I mean, he's a man's man, all right? And I'll tell you, he, he's not bringing an umbrella to that to that storm. And if he does, he's going to turn it upside down and try to catch all the men in that thing. Oh, boy, watch out. Mike Pence is a Is there... A friend of the podcast, Kirk Menahan, says this all the time. Mike Pence, you know, he, it's so obvious he's gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but he, he's gay. And everyone's thinking, like, oh, are you kidding me? Look how anti-gay he is. Yeah, so, so is this guy in American Beauty. So is the military neighbor. Brian, that was a movie. I get it. But when you have that much hate, it makes me think. It makes me think. <laughs> I mean, he's such a man. This, this is how manly he is. Like, I mean, he probably just lifts weights all the time and, like, kisses his biceps and just, listen, he oozing with testosterone. I think he's gone to the doctor and they said, you have too much testosterone. They have to actually withdraw it from him at times. But he... Can't be in a room with, you know, another woman unless his, <laughs> that's, you know, he can't be alone in a room with a woman that's not his wife. I mean, the guy oozes masculinity. Nice try, Burt Reynolds, RIP. You're nothing. <laughs> Mike Pence is on the prowl, baby. Am I right? Exactly. That's, that's the kind of storm that when Mike Pence is around, you got to watch the fuck out. Seriously. So, 
Hold on, I gotta pause this fucking spider. That, I don't look at that thing. Hold on. But, uh, alright, so I killed that thing. So, I, at least, let, let's just say I did. Because, listen, I'm trying to be as manly as Mike Pence. I'm trying to kill a little da- d- daddy long legs. Mike Pence would go over there and just, he would, he would just blow wind at it. Blow wind. <laughs> he would just blow at it and it would, it would disintegrate. The guy is, he's like Zeus Poseidon had a child. Like, they were together. Like, in a relate. Okay, Brian, we get it. Uh, so, um, so this this last weekend I went to see Bill Burr, and if you if you listen to Bill Burr on uh, you listen to his podcast, he spoke a little bit about the venue. It was very odd. So we're going to Thunder Valley Casino, which is in the middle of goddamn nowhere, uh, about forty minutes from me, about twenty minutes, eh, about thirty minutes north of Sacramento. I mean, talk about middle of nowhere. This this is the California that makes up most of the state that most people don't realize actually is most of the state. Uh, just farmland. Looks like it hasn't rained in months. Probably because it hasn't. I can't remember the last time it rained. I, I still don't understand how this is sustainable here. I mean, that's why there's so many goddamn fires. I think there's a fi- there was a fire today on the highway, like in the median, like the little island in the, you know, with the useless brush and whatnot that we have there to, so we don't look at the other cars coming at us. I love how it's okay on some roads, but some roads it's not. I don't know. Um, just put the Jersey barrier there. Am I right? All right. There we go, Bruce. Yeah. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah. So Thunder Valley is in the middle of nowhere. And the, uh, maybe I was, uh, maybe I was spoiled going to Mohegan Sun all the time in Foxwoods. Holy shit. This place was a dump. Again, maybe I just don't go to enough casinos. Maybe I need to start going and gambling more. By the way, thank you very much. Derek Carr throwing that pick six. Got me with the teaser yesterday and actually got the over. Thank you. I thought that his... His idiocy won me the game. Thank you very much, Derek Carr. Because that was a completely unnecessary pick six. But thank you, speaking of gambling. Um, so, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, Jesus, I can't stay on topic here. Thunder Valley. This this podcast off to a rip-roaring start, huh? So Thunder Valley, total dump. And the venue is actually outside. Yeah, so outside. They have an amphitheater. And, uh, you know, if it rained, it would have been quite the, quite the deal there. Quite, uh, quite something else. But Bill Burr was great. The one thing... That was, uh, do you all remember that Seinfeld episode? I'll play a little clip of it here. Yeah, we're all about clips today, huh? Remember this one? Hit the remote button more than women. Oh, really? Really? That is so true. Yes, I, yeah, yeah. (laughs) See, men don't care what's on TV. Men only care what else is on TV. Right on, right on. (laughs) Women, uh, women really want to see what the show is before they change the channel. That's shark for playing all this. That's why men hunt and women nest. (laughs) So, there is this couple. Where were they first sitting? First, they were sitting in front of us. They had to be in their 50s. Late 40s. 50s. Dressed like they're 20-something. Completely shit-faced. They were the kind of people that thought the show, this enormous venue... Was for them. So everything, like, Bill Burr would be like, yeah, so, uh, you know, what's what's the deal with, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, huh? And then they'd be like, yeah, what, what is the deal? Yeah, what's up with that guy? Yeah, he's a football player. It's just, like, clarifying everything. 
She's like, yeah, so I was watching uh, Ozark the other way. Okay, that, that's a show on Netflix. It's just like, what, what are you doing? Shut the fuck up. And then he made some, you know, he made some edgy uh, Me Too joke. And the woman there was just like, oh, boo, boo, uh-uh, nope, nope, nope. It's like, you, we don't need your narration here. You, you are not Daniel Stern in the fucking Wonder Years here. We do not need a running narrative of what exactly is going on. This is not Bob Sackett and How I Met Your Mother. Shut your mouth. Again, drunk. They're in the wrong seats. Then they have their they had to they they were in someone's seats. They were moved, but then they they were moved to the back of us, and they were doing the same thing. Then they were in someone else's seat again, and then the woman was next to me, and the guy was in the back. The guy who listen this anytime it was like the re you know listen you love bill burr but like listen he's a he's a misogynist caveman at times so when he makes one of his dumb fucking comments this guy would go every single time and he again he's dressed in the tight pants tight white shirt and he just goes Woo! he did that every time like he's rick flair it was like oh my god dude i mean they were loaded so this guy knocked over some woman's drink and her boyfriend was like dude what, what are you doing here the guy pulls out this wad of cash, like to like put it in the imaginary like pocket in this guy's t-shirt that doesn't exist. Like like he's like he's Robert De Niro in Goodfellas. They just they just keep a hundred dollars to keep the ice cubes cold. I mean, he then he tried to like put it in again the imaginary uh, you know uh, pocket that didn't exist there, and then he ended up just throwing this cash at this guy like he's fucking Carlos Gambino, and and the guy's just like, what? what? I don't want your money. Eventually. The, the the guy got up. The guy and his girlfriend got up, and they, these two continued to get shit faced. It was, it was, it, it was weird trying to pay attention to Bill Burr, and because he was great, he, he was really funny. I've always said I like his podcast, his stand up. I've never been an enormous fan of. I thought it was great. I thought it really was. It was hard paying attention to him while seeing this just idiotic display of what's going on here. Like Bill Burr, hey, you know what's up with it? You know when you go on your first date with a broad and then there's, oh yeah, yeah, first date. Yeah, that's the, one, that's the first time you meet somebody. That's when you go out. Yeah. Woo! It's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, it was, uh, Bill Burr was 1A, they were 1B. I'll say that. I did not get to meet Bill Burr afterwards. I think he was selling some of his shit. Maybe that's where you got to meet him. I, I, I'm not waiting in line to be guilted into buy a Bill Burr's 50 poster the guy who's this, uh, who's the guy? Uh, Joe DeRosa is that the guy? Yeah, who warmed him up? War- warmed him up? Who's he? Mike Pence? Warm warmed up the crowd. Uh, he said, "You know, you could put it in a frame or whatever." And I was, "What the hell? Am I, where am I going to put a Bilber is fifty framed picture in my house?" Oh yeah, come on in. Yeah, check that out on the wall. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, is that a Picasso? No, it's a Bilber is fifty. The guy who says the shit and dick jokes. Yeah, yeah. I celebrate his birthday in a framed picture on the wall. Anyways, but that was a good time. Uh, it was uh, certainly entertaining. Again, shitty Thunder Valley. Maybe all casinos are like that. Again, maybe I'm spoiled and don't really understand what uh, they're all about. What they're all about. What casinos are all about in the sense that they are just places where dirt merchants congregate. And But, I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was quite the scene, man. Quite the scene. So, let's see. What else should we talk about, huh? What else should we talk about? We have, uh, I guess I'll talk on this. I said this on Twitter. You know, Serena Williams, we have all her drama going on. I feel like she's a big crybaby, but I don't know enough about tennis to know if she was uh, treated unfairly or if, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the, the linesman or the judge went overboard or she went overboard. 
I mean, we've seen this out of Serena before, and and I hear what people say, you know, oh, it's okay for men to act like that, like, you know, John McEnroe, and, you know, it's, it's okay for them to act like that, but not women? Well, I mean, here's the thing. You're going to use John McEnroe? What's the first thing of you think of when you think of John McEnroe? He's an asshole. <laughs> I mean, Serena, is that is that what you're striving to be? I mean, you're probably the greatest ever, but here, this is where Twitter becomes a thing. She didn't say those things because she actually gave a shit. Maybe she did. But she did it for Twitter applause. And I mean, obviously, boy, they came in droves. They packed those things up like they were, you know, school buses. It's like Jerry McNamara's family in, in, uh, in Scranton, PA, going to a Syracuse game. 50 buses. 50 buses of Checkmark Army and Peter Pan Twitter all come to her aid. Now, again, I really don't know. I don't know if she did enough to justify Whatever they took away from her, but I mean, this whole like, I'm a mother, and you know, it's just like, I don't know, I don't know. If that was a man, you wouldn't treat that way. I, I don't know, maybe that's, that's true. I, I don't watch enough tennis, but it'd be, it's still, you know, it's one of those things that's actually continued in the news cycle. Here we are Tuesday, and I saw the head of whatever, uh, tennis organization on one of those shitty morning shows, and she was, you know, defending it, uh, defending the, defending the actions, and I don't know, I kind of lost interest. But um, I saw Mad Dog. He uh, he Mad Dog weighed in on it a little bit. So uh, let's let's hear a little bit of Mad Dog, the uh, psychopath here. These comments, you're never gonna ref one of my matches again. Who the hell are you? The U.S. Open was around long before you ever showed up, and it's going to be around long after you leave. You're sitting on this on the on the uh, on a changeover, and that's what you say to the guy. You're never gonna ref. ref who the hell are you? That's going me crazy. And then, among other things, she says, "Well, I'm a mother, so you, I, I don't cheat. I'm a mother. Who can? Who can? What you are? I'm not interested. This is a tennis match. This is a sporting event." Again, I, you know, Mad Dog may have a better idea. I, I don't know. Maybe he dislikes Serena Williams, but I, I've always got the vibe that she, she's, she, she's just, you know what it is? She, she's a, a female version of an arrogant athlete who's the best ever. And, you know, it's not that she's, she's had some bad moments for sure, but I guess everyone has in tennis. Again, I don't know why I'm commenting on this is because, because it's something that I just don't have the expertise to be like, oh, well, she should have done this. Should And even if I didn't, you know, I, I'd probably, I'm at the old man view in me, and I'd be like, ah, oh, well, well, grow up, you know, show some respect for the game, you know, all these bat flips and all that shit, so, whatever, what am I even talking about? So, that that was five minutes of me saying, I don't really know enough to make an actual comment. Boy, that that's quality listening, asshole, that, that's just wonderful, enjoy, enjoy. Boy, it, it, by the way, you want to listen, to subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, uh, Podbean. I actually am on Podbean. I was bored the other day and I was like, Red Ticket Blues, Podbean. I am on Podbean. How about that? I'll have to go on some other uh, ones, these other podcast depositories. I mean, I guess after that, I mean, it's straight to the top. Watch out, pardon my whatever. You know, right? Right? Sure. Yeah, sure, Brian. With, with fresh takes with Serena, I don't really have an opinion. Yeah. Oh, oh, Brian, you're going to go far. Anyways, I'm really, really high on myself today. Oh, oh stop it, Brian. You're, you're doing great. You're doing great. NFL is back. Did you kneel? I think people kneeled, no one cared, right? Um, Marshall, I thought Marshawn Lynch was some hardcore, like, gangsta kid. He, he looked like he was, you know, debating uh, the theory of relativity. Who's debating that? No one's debating that. That's an actual theory, and I don't think there's that many people debating. You know what I mean? He looked like a geek. And all of a sudden, he's got dreads at uh, a Cal. I, I, I didn't understand that. but uh, So the Jets look great, obviously. Sam Darnold. What, what was Darnold? Darnold. 
what can you say? Hey, that that's that's the way you want to start a season. That's the way you want to start a career. Well, not literally because it was through a pick six in the first pass, but yeah. Uh, are the Lions that bad or the Jets that good? Or is it just, you know, the Jets had a really good game. So we will have to see because that is uh, very interesting. I don't think any, not many people expected that. Fireman Ed, how much of a fraud is this guy? How many times is he going to retire? He's still there. Fake, fake Jets fan, Dolphins fan, loser, loser. Uh, Giants look like shit. Um, yeah, they, they did not look good at all. They got some issues. Eli did not play well. Oh, uh, well, well, don't worry, Eli. It wasn't your fault, though. It wasn't your fault. That's, that's my friend's asset. Because, you know, oh, Eli, no, no, no. Don't, don't you worry. You didn't do anything wrong. No, no. Good job, Eli. You, you, you're fine. Any other interesting games I'm trying to think of off the top of my head? You have the one-week preview of uh, DirecTV. <laughs> so uh, I watched a lot of the, the Browns-Steelers game. I mean, you know, the, the Browns are – what else can you say? They end the losing streak. The winless streak continues, though. Tie. I felt like I was watching a soccer game. Tie. Give me a break. We're Americans. <laughs> I said to my wife, because I, I always sing this dumb song. I'm like, proud to be an American, because at least I know I'm free. And I said that today to her after a long day of work, and she's like, shut up. I was like, oh, so you don't, you're not proud to be an American, and you, you're not proud to be free. On today, of all days, that's disgusting. I'm offended. That, that's what it's like living with me. It's like that sort of rhetoric all day long. It's like you're on the podcast. It's just idiocy. Uh, what else? Let's, I'm not going to go through like I used to. Long-time listeners know how painful that was. I don't know why I did it because I thought, oh, I'm a sports podcast. Let me go through everything and read off all the stats as if this is a fantasy football podcast. But let's see. Is there anything interesting here? Um, let's see. Any of the games that really jumped out on me on Sunday? I won my bet. What did I do? I did a teaser. Well, I did a teaser last night. The Jets over. Both games over. And uh, I won. Look at that. Oh, Jesus. 10-5 in the Yankee game. And Sonny Gray was pitching. Last I saw it was 3-1. 10-5. I don't even know what happened, but I am going to blame him. Uh, yeah, that, that sucked. Oh, Houston actually came back and made it a game, huh? Giants stink. Baltimore, yeah, that was a blowout. San Francisco did not look good. I thought the Jimmy G, uh, the bloom was off the rose, huh? Tampa Bay beat New Orleans. Uh, the Mike Francesa pick lock of the week. Uh, New Orleans... To, uh, I think he said they'd win by 20. They ended up only losing by 8, but they were down by 20 basically the whole game. That one, like I just talked about, was a tie. Bengals-Colts. I don't know why any human being on this planet would watch that game. Tennessee-Miami. That one goes That goes for that one, too. I don't know why anyone would watch that football game. Uh, let's see. Chargers-Kansas City. Yeah, I don't even I didn't even know who won these games. I just kind of checked out Washington-Arizona. Apparently, the Green Bay-Chicago game was a great game, but I, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I don't know. It... Sunday night games, I don't know. It's, it's I'm kind of out of it by that point. Do I need to watch more football? I, I know Francesca says, you know, well, I've been waiting all day. No, you haven't been waiting all day. It's, it's the truth. I'm kind of like out of it by then. Unless it's like a real marquee matchup. Another pitcher has handed foot and mouth disease. Astros, Brad Peacock. No, that's Justin Verlander. So I don't, I don't know where you get away saying that. It's a little interesting. Peacock's the third player. to. Okay, great. All right, let's see. Okay, so that you saw football, whatever. Um, I wanted my my my. Oh God, calm down. See football. I've grown up from that. So, uh, Joe Beningo returned. Actually, let's let's before we get to Joe Beningo, would you kneel if you were still playing? I don't know. I I think I would. Boy, you know, boy, nothing really. You know, you. I think what a phony. What what a, same guy who stole the sack record. I've never been a Strahan fan. You know, I say Housewives because he's on those shows now. You know, they all love him. He's so funny. He's he's a guy sucks. Remember Brett Favre just falling on the ground. 
<laughs> I guess those aren't the when you're an NFL player. I guess those aren't the most egregious things in the world when they could compared to the other. Um, looks like he's gonna. You know, I'm sure Intercom and WFAN wouldn't want him back on things. You have to think that he's cleared or they're confident in his uh, explanation of the most serious ones. I, I would have to imagine, right? I don't know. I guess, right? Right? Sure. Hmm? <laughs> I think Joe, like, a, I guess, like, halfway into the show, he didn't even see half the games. Or he, he's like, ah, or he, t- he turned off a game and didn't even watch. I mean, it's, it's class. Thanks. Welcome back, Joe. Welcome back for your half assed commentary where you probably make $500,000 a year. Wonderful. 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 There were two things in uh, technology uh, that I saw today that, you know, the, the end is near. The end, the end is near. The first thing I saw was uh, facial recognition at the airport and how, you know, everyone seemed to be completely fine with it. You know, hey, if I could save a few minutes sitting in line at security and just putting my face in there, what do I have to worry about? Plus, by the way, how does my face make any sense if I then bring a bomb onto onto a plane? Oh, well, his face is good. He's good. I didn't, no problem. Just, just bringing this, uh, you know, bomb I can't even hold. I don't understand that. But anyways... The people that are willing to just give up their information, it's its astonishing. Absolutely astonishing. So they have these morons going through. And, you know, they're just putting their face there and you hear the classic idiocy from people. Oh, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, you know, what's, what's the difference? You know, I mean, just, you know, you're giving up intricate individual, you know, individual characteristics that are individual to you. No one else in this world. And you are giving them up for nothing, for a few minutes of convenience. And then I heard one woman say, I'm not really that concerned about my privacy. Yeah, it's 2018. Why would you be worried about your privacy? It's not like there's any massive hacks or anything like that. No, you only get one of those. You only, you only get a call from somebody. Oh, there's been some suspicious use of your credit card lately. Or get something in the mail and say, oh, by the way, uh, our database was hacked. We'll give you a free year of whatever to, to, to save your identity. But we hope you understand that, you know, there's a security breach. And, uh, 17 million identities were stolen. Is that okay with you? Yeah, they got your date of birth, social security number, you know, just stuff like that. It's cool, right? We value you as a customer. Shut the fuck <laughs> We value you as a customer. Oh, do you? Maybe you should give away my shit. And then there was the other thing, and I love Amazon, but I saw that, that Amazon, and, and they tried to place a holier than thou. No, I'm not signing up for that. See, this is another thing. Oh, just press the cookies here, and we'll just take your location. It's cool. Then you can see the rest of the article. No, I'm not doing that. I'm taking a stand with this shit. I'm not just pressing I agree to shit anymore. I will, you know, take my time and read through that shit. Am I going to do it all the time? No, I'm a fraud. I probably won't. But that that's basically just like, hey, give us everything, and then you can see the rest of this article. Is that cool? Okay, cool. And sometimes I try to use, like, the hip language. Easy peasy. Is that cool? Oh, God. So... In the Seattle Times, Amazon has patented a system that would put workers in a cage on top of a robot. I mean, come on. That sounds like a lovely work environment for anybody. Uh, so let's read this here. Amazon said it never implemented the technology described in the patent granted in 2016. It has no plans to. Yeah, I- I'm sure that happens all the time. We're putting patents on stuff we have no plans to use. Because, I mean, that makes complete sense. We, I-, I believe you, Jeff Bezos. Fake news, fake news. Maybe Donald was right. Maybe he was right. This thing's going to be big. It's going to be big and it's going to be wet. A patent Amazon has received would pair humans and machines. In this case, the humans would be in a cage. Again, wherever you want to work, you don't say, where's my desk? You say, excuse me, boss, where's my cage? 
Illustrations that accompany the patent, which was granted by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office in 2016, show a cage-like enclosure around a small workspace sitting on top of robotic trolleys that would dr- now drive tracks, excuse me, drive racks of shelves around Amazon warehouses. The patent was called an extraordinary illustration of work alienation, a stark moment in the relationship between humans and machines. Yeah, I'd say so. Remember the robot revolt at Itchy and Scratchy Land? I think we all do. Uh, by researchers highlighted in a study that da, 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 Amazon said never implemented the technology has no plans to, but the design appeared to be an effort to allow humans to safely enter robot only zones in Amazon highly automated depots to make repairs or pick up dropped objects. So in the words of Maury Povich, that's a lie. Okay. That is a lie. They want to put humans in cages, but it's, it's a great place to work. I mean, the benefits are awesome. Stock options and eh, not so much working environment, not great in a cage. In a cage. I mean, I guess we're all in a cage in a sense in a building, but this is a, this, if you look at this patent, it's an actual cage. You will be in a cage like an animal. Tigers at the zoo have more room to, more, more room to walk around. If an unauthorized, <laughs> if an unauthorized human strays into the robot only zone, the company says an alarm is triggered and the device are, okay, avoid colliding with, okay, so that's actually supposed to be somewhat good. So why do they have all this stuff in place if they're never going to... Sometimes even bad ideas get submitted for patents. Okay, Dave Clark. You don't even have a check mark. You don't matter. This was never used, and we have no plans for usage. We developed a far better solution. Far better cage. Really tough to get out of. Nice try. You'll, you'll need more than a key for this one, Jack. We developed a small, better solution, which which is a small vest associates can wear that cause all robotic drive units in their proximity to stop moving. Oh, so that that's going to be the whole idea. They will put you in cages to stay away from the robots. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. If anyone believes that load of shit, then I have a podcast to sell you or something, right? <sighs> so technology is going to kill us. Um, uh, chemicals, uh, biological warfare, you know, see all that plane from, uh, Dubai, God knows what, maybe a biological warfare, but you know, some sort of health related thing that will kill us robots and, uh, cyber warfare. It's, they're all going to come together. Not really sure how the, the, the diseases fit in with cyber warfare, but you're going to see, you're going to see, and you're going to be listening to this podcast doomsday in your cage, working for Amazon with no way out. It's happening. And I will blame one person, Sonny Gray. Shut up, you suck. And I guess finally we'll uh, we'll end it here with um, some Paul McCartney getting a little personal, huh? About uh, about the past and how things used to to rock. So get ready. Uh, let's see. Let's wait for this to boot up here. Remember, follow me Twitter BrianBug13 and at Red Ticket Blues. Uh, let's see. All right. So in an interview GQ published on Tuesday. Paul McCartney got extremely candid when the men's magazine with a, with the men's magazine and shared a brief antidote about a group masturbation session that involved himself, John Lennon and three of Lennon's friends. Seems completely normal so far when it was, when I, when it, this is a uh, Sir Paul talking when it was, was terrible editing. That's not when it was, was over at John's house and it was just a group of us. And instead of getting roaring drunk and partying, uh, I don't even know if we were staying over or anything. We were all just in these chairs and the lights were out and somebody started masturbating. So we all did. Again, I, I don't see what is peculiar about this whatsoever. McCur- McCarthy then went into further detail saying that the five boys encouraged each other to shout out various names of celebrities doing the group masturbation session. We were just Bridget Bardot. I don't, I don't know who that is. Woo. And then everyone would have thrash a bit more. Thrashing. <laughs> 
That's a new word. That's a new definition of the word thrashing, said McCartney. I think it was John sort of said Winston Churchill. Wow. Those crazy Beatles. It wasn't a big thing. Of course not. He continued. But, you know, it was just kind of a thing you didn't think much of. It was just a group. Yeah, it's quite raunchy when you think about it. There's so many things like that from when you're a kid that you look back on and you're like, did we do that? But it's good, harmless fun. It didn't hurt anyone. Not even Bridget Bardot. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit that it was harmless and it didn't hurt anyone. Yeah, but I don't know. There's a lot of dumb shit I look back on and I don't remember the group masturbation with my friends. It, I do not. Hold on. Let me think. No, well, that was no, 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 no. There was nothing even close to that. I think that's not even like crazy Hollywood, like high on coke sort of thing. That's when you're a teenager, before there were stars. That's weird. I, but I will say there was one person who came out in support of that, a very powerful person, that uh, said they could somewhat relate to that. I'm Mike Pence, it's and I approve this. I mean, what, people, are you shocked? Are you shocked at all? He's a man's man. He's comfortable around men. Women, not so much, but he's a man. I don't know why. I'm, I was going to say why I'm all over my pants. I don't want to show up at the door, but I don't know why I'm, I'm all about my pants today. Uh, was there anything else? Uh, nothing else. There's a bunch of other stuff that you just check out. Paul McCartney looks like he's, like, transitioning. Like, what? I guess he's, what, 70-something? What's with this, like, famous, this, like, this, the subdued, arms-folded look on GQ? Again, this, like, I don't know what is up with that, but he's, like, I'll challenge you to read GQ about my group masturbation. Anyways, I think this, I, I apologize. This podcast sucked. It did. Hope you enjoyed some of it. It's I just, okay, we get it. We get it. Um iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean. I'm going to put on some other ones too. Spreaker. Spreaker? Is that what it's called? If you're already listening, it probably doesn't matter to you. What's it called? Spreaker. And uh, Player FM. Yeah, maybe that's good. I don't know. If I get around to it, probably won't. But uh, yeah, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Remember to leave a review. Stitcher and iTunes are the big ones. iTunes, the biggest of them all. And follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. I mean, the hilarity, hilarity, hilarity. Um, we have Smarks back in our life. We lose the wet bandits. I mean, give a little bit, you know, All right. well, enjoy your, uh, if you're hanging out with friends and just shouting out names to thrash, good luck. Uh, love all of you. Enjoy. Let's, uh, I'm going to San Diego this weekend. What's today? Tuesday? Yeah. Maybe I'll do another podcast. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm going to San Diego uh, this weekend. I'm going to a Padres game. So that should be good. Uh, and I will give a complete review, maybe maybe even a vlog uh, of San Diego. So maybe another podcast this week. If not, I will speak to you later. Enjoy week two of football. And uh, yeah, so with all that being said, come here. Who misses Mitch? Oh, yeah. With the touch of the velvet hand Like a lizard on a windowpane The man in the crowd With the multicolored mirrors On his hobnail boots Lying with his eyes While his hands are busy Working overtime A soap impression of his wife Which he ate and donated To the National Trust Okay.
ditch Cause I'm going down Down to the bits That I left uptown I need a fix Cause I'm going down Mother Superior jumped the gun 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 Is it warm?